Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Green Zone. Oh my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at Circuit Sportsbook, and it is always drama on an NFL Sunday. I did not expect this kind of drama to end this first wave of action here in week number 18. Ravens, Steelers. Knotted up at 13. Mm-hmm. Steelers have the football. Ben Roethlisberger may be the last drive of his career if they don't get this and it goes to overtime. And this, and is, this is loser leave town here because the Colts looks like they've already left town right now. 26 to 11, two and a quarter left to go. Looks like Jacksonville's just running clock. Colts have no timeout. So uh, the old Denise Williams song, it's going to take a miracle. <laughs> and it's going to take a miracle for the Colts to uh, get in the playoffs. So again, if the Steelers can somehow win 52 seconds to go second and 10, all they would need is the night game between the Chargers and the Raiders to not end in a tie, and mm-hmm. they go to the postseason. Yeah, absolutely, if Pittsburgh can go ahead and get this done. Uh, Ravens, by the way, if they get this win, assuming they, they could still go to overtime, yeah, they would need the Colts to lose, which is happening. Yep. They would need the Chargers to lose, and they would also need the Miami Dolphins to lose. So that's not out of the realm not of possibility. Impossible. Not after what we've seen today. So, my goodness. Okay, we'll keep you updated there. By the way, the Packers are not dead yet in that game either. Final 30 seconds are down seven, but they do have the football back with a timeout. And speaking of one team, by the way, that we know are going to the playoffs, we don't know what the seed is going to be. We'll know that here in a couple hours. That would be the AFC North champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Cleveland trying to run out the clock here. Two minutes left to go. I think Bengals out of timeouts here. So we'll go to Jim Coventry and sum up this game and also get Jim's Super Bowl. Yeah. Jim? (laughs) Dave and Wes, I thought we were going to get that over one and a half on the field goal. Cincinnati had a fourth and one and about the 10-yard line down by 11 points. Thought they'd kick the three, go at the onside kick. They do go for it on fourth down. They do get the touchdown, miss a two-point conversion. So really, it all blew up. Um, Cleveland controlled this game with the late garbage time drive, the picks, uh, the fumble six early in the first half, and that was about the end of it. But um, that said, Super Bowl pick. So, look, the Chiefs are probably the least flawed team in the AFC. So I think they get there. However, on the other side, I think the streaky quarterback, Matthew Stafford, who's been in a very good funk in a bad way, I think he goes on a four-game bender, and I think the Rams (laughs) pull it off over the Chiefs. I love it, Jim. A four-game bender for Matty Stafford in the Rams' house. Let's see if they get that done. I uh, always appreciate Jim's contributions here to the Green Zone. Check him out, Roto-Wire NFL analyst, SiriusXM, Fantasy Sports radio host. Follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Jim Coventry NFL. Looks like we're about to go final here in Detroit. Ben Fox can get us updated on the details with that one. What happened here, Ben, at the end? Yeah, just another uh, Jordan Love pick here. You got to give your receivers uh, a chance. You, you know, not, nothing to lose, uh, as they say in the, in the water boy. And nothing to lose. Uh, Jordan <laughs> Last Love game of played, the season, can't hold back played, now. <laughs> exactly. With, with our guy Brent, too. 
Uh, Jordan Love played all right. This, this was a situation, uh, you know, he just kind of came in. You have to chuck it up. Uh, our lines minus three and a half will get there. I should say, too, this game flew over the total. Uh, we'll end up 37 to 30, the Lions winning. And for the Packers, I think you got out of the game with what you wanted, which was a little experience for Jordan Love. Nobody basically being injured. Uh, and you go into the playoffs as number one seed here. So all things considered, unless you are backing the Packers, pretty much a win for Packers fans. Absolutely, Ben. And again, uh, before we let you go, we got to get your Super Bowl predictions here. Are you going to roll with the Pack or somebody else in the NFC? Man, it is difficult to go against the Packers. I think we've seen that stat. They haven't been as invincible at, in Green Bay as we've seen over those years. I can't take your Cowboys, Dave. I'm come sorry. On, Just Dak has been so, so up and down. Uh, I'm going to roll with the chalk on the NFC side there. Every team is just so up and down. You know, you have the Cardinals come into Dallas, all of a sudden win. It's really tough to pick. I'm just going to roll with the chalk there. On the AFC, I am going to go with a surprise. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I just think Joe Burrow is playing incredibly well right now. You would not know it on this game, especially since I was sweating that two-point conversion. I had uh, Browns minus three and a half in my pool. They haven't shown anything today. I think that team has something to prove. I think especially with the injuries we just saw with Kansas City, Travis Kelsey a little bit with the knee, and Tyreek Hill with uh, with his heel that is not the same team without Tyreek Hill 100%. Now that Tennessee wins, they have that bye, the number one seed. The Chiefs are going to have to win three straight games. So I, the AFC is a, kind of a, a toss-up, but I'm going with the Bengals there against wow. the Packers in the Super Bowl. And I'll take the Bengals. Why not? I as a Vikings fan, I can't pick the Packers to have any success. <laughs> Well, speaking of number one seeds, and we thank Ben for joining us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Green Bay obviously had long clinched the number one seed in the NFC. We do, I believe, have a clinch now in the AFC, an official final score. Our man Sean Green has been following us today here. Okay, we'll uh, we'll, we'll hold off on Sean real quickly. While we got it going on, let's reassess what is still live here. We do have knees in Jacksonville, and we'll get David Gascon wow. to kind of put a cap on this. Uh, what a day. Probably a cap now on the Indianapolis Colts season because uh, a win would have gotten them in, but they needed the Steelers to lose, they need the Chargers to lose, and they need Miami to win. So still maybe a wow. little bit of life for the Colts, but boy, one foot in the uh, proverbial grave and one on a banana peel. We have knees in Jacksonville. This is going to be 26 to 11. Meanwhile, let's go back to Sean Green. He had the Titans and the Texans. Very exciting from a spread perspective, especially for Sean and I. We're on the same side here. Sean, give us the dates. Yeah, no, uh, great comeback by the Texans in the second half. Put up 25 second half points. Ultimately, not enough. Titans get the win 28, 25, bit of a nail brighter there down to the last two minute drill, but they got the first down. They kneeled it out. They get the win, but uh, more importantly, the Texans get the nice uh, cover here. Plus 10 and a half. Absolutely. Sean. And again, as the host of the sports gambling podcast, and I follow you on Twitter at Sean T green. People want to know, Sean, who do you have going to the Super Bowl? Who do you got? There's no way you're rolling with the one seated Tennessee Titans. Are you? <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I gave out the bills before the season. I'll stick with my prediction of the Buffalo Bills. Long shot Philadelphia Eagles, but that's a bit of a homer play. But uh, yeah, I I like the Bills this year. It feels like their year. I actually have some future plays as well on the Buffalo Bills. So we want to thank Sean for his contributions throughout the season here on the Green Zone. We've got a kneel down situation in Baltimore. We're going to overtime. You and I Mm -hmm. only play overtime. That's what we do here each and every week seemingly. So why not 
on the last week of the regular season here, week number 18, Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh are going to go play extra time. And an update here, by the way, we are going overtime in Charm City, as you mentioned, 13 apiece between Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Las Vegas Raiders are going to be in the playoffs if we get a Baltimore Ravens win or a tie. Very possible, wow. as we've seen with these two wow. teams in this low-scoring game. Absolutely incredible, these scenarios are the way they're playing out. So, again, I want to thank Sean Green uh, for joining us today. Of course, Danielle, uh, David Gascon, who had the Colts and the Jaguars. Let's go to David right now for that. David, uh, I cannot believe the way this season has ended for the Colts, losing at home last week to the Raiders. And now this inexplicable disaster down in the Duval. Yeah, I know. With respect to you guys, I knew you casted off Danielle early. I was tempted to just run off the set. That's how <laughs> bad of a game this was. I mean, the expectations I know with the Giants and the Washington football team weren't high. But you are a professional football team. And you are fighting for a playoff spot. Colts didn't act like it. The Jaguars did. The Houston Texans did. The Washington football team did. I, I just... It's inexplicable of why they come out like this and that they did. Offensive line had no push. They played behind the lines. Carson Wentz was dreadful. You could look at his stat line today and said, okay, he had some decent numbers. He didn't. I mean, he was brutal for the first three quarters. On the flip side of things, Jacksonville was fantastic on third and fourth down. Colts were not. Colts were four of 12 on third down conversions. And the final tally, you're also looking there at two of five on fourth down conversions. They could do nothing. They didn't put any kind of heat on Trevor Lawrence. And for the first time, now granted, it took 18 weeks, but he got there. Trevor Lawrence looked like the top pick in the National Football League from a season or from a year ago. And so he looked the part here today. That's certainly something he can build on with great confidence. Marvin Jones had a fantastic day as well. So with that being said, I will point to something, guys. Our emergencies, unfair acts. This is out of the NFL rule book, mm. rule 17, section two. Article 3, the commissioner has the opportunity and the power to impose penalties for any kind of unfair acts. This would stem from any games that they do feel that go against the spirit of competition. That means fines. That means the loss of draft picks. That could mean the restart of a potential game. So for anybody out there thinking about kneel downs in Sin City, I wouldn't bet on that at any stretch of the imagination. Wow, David, that is so interesting. It's actually a rule. I did not know mm -hmm. that. Uh, David, before we let you go, that is a fascinating point. We got to get your Super Bowl picks here. Who do you have out of the AFC and the NFC? I'll be quick with this one. I want to go all LA with this one, but I will not. I'll actually go against the grain. I'll take the Buffalo Bills of the AFC and I'll also go with the Los Angeles Rams. Not because the two quarterbacks, but because the two defenses. Guys, I'll go out on a limb. Bills, Rams, the Super Bowl will be played in Dallas, not in L.A., because we can't do anything right in California right now. <laughs> that was actually my Super Bowl pick oh. to start the season in the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. So, uh, And we thank David Gascon. Yes. All season long has been great for us. We now have overtime underway in Baltimore. Ravens going to get the football first. A lot of sweaty palms out there. And again, uh, follow David on Twitter as I do at couple, David J. Gas. A couple lines I want to get in before we get these 125 Pacific games kicked off. Uh, we are seeing a little bit of movement with Tampa Bay. That is now up to 10 and a half, mm -hmm. I believe, because everybody is active. So, you know, that's been eight, eight and a half all week. Miami getting a little bit of late money down to five and a half at BetMGM. Wow. We know that's been kind of a house of horrors for New England. 
Buffalo still about a 16-point favorite over the Jets. New Orleans back up to 4.5 at Atlanta. And Seattle's gotten some support down to 5.5 here at BetMGM at Arizona. 49ers only 3.5 getting from the Rams. We thought we'd have things decided. Nothing is decided so far in the AFC. Who's going to get in? We'll talk about that. Don't go anywhere. Much more to go. We have overtime in Charm City. It is the green zone. It's the sweat zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please get responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800-522-4700. My goodness. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. Woo! Mm-hmm. Drama. Baltimore. Overtime. Knotted up at 13. And tick, tick, tick goes the clock down to six and a half minutes with another potential tie and I, scenario. Yeah, and I know that we've recapped the scenarios in terms of Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Indianapolis, not quite <laughs> finished yet. If there is a tie here in Charm City... Plus, you get a Las Vegas Raiders win tonight at Allegiant Stadium over the Chargers. That's still going to put the Colts in the playoffs. Okay, now the Ravens are punting the football back to Pittsburgh. So now, any score wins. Mm -hmm. Any score. Pittsburgh doesn't have score. Any score wins. Let's go back out to Christian watching this game. Chris, it feels like complete and utter madness in the AFC to try to figure out who's going to get in, potential tie scenarios. I wish they would get rid of ties so we didn't have this possibility, but this is a real possibility with only six and a half minutes to go here in overtime. Yeah, it feels like there's really no perfect answer, right? I mean, I'd say let's switch to college overtimes, but everybody remembers that Illinois-Penn State game. I don't know if anybody wants that kind of slugfest late. Listen, (laughs) the Ravens got the ball first here in the overtime period. Latavius Murray had a run to the left carrying a couple Steelers. It was kind of looking like, okay, Lat Murray, who had the Ravens' longest run of the year thus far, 46-yarder earlier in the contest. Um, but, you know, Cam Hayward, he's had a lot of talk about T.J. Watt, deservedly so, obviously, tying the record. But Cam Hayward has had a great game. He stuffed Murray. But then Tyler Huntley throwing behind Mark Andrews, so the Ravens forced to punt. If Pittsburgh able to get into field goal range here, as Najee Harris, I see, just made a nice one-handed mm-hmm. catch getting past Patrick Queen. If they are able to get into field goal range, kick it, the Steelers will win and make the postseason. So we'll see what happens in Baltimore. About six minutes to play in OT. All right, all the drama right there that Christian has watching that game in Charm City. And again, to Chris's point, I don't know what the answer is. I'd love to sit in on the competition committee. I doubt they're ever going to call me. Here's my one thing, and I've said it with you each and every time we've had overtime here in the green zone. I don't care what you do. It just can't end in a tie. Remind me. Whatever the scenario is. I know that you're kind of new to sports betting here, Dave. Remind me not to introduce you to soccer. 
<laughs> don't get involved with soccer. You you don't like ties. So no I, ties. I got a feeling you'll never be betting that on this. Uh, we don't wear ties. We don't Rumble. like ties. No ties. I don't care what you do, competition committee. Just fix it. <laughs> Let's go out to Ian McMillan. For the first time today, we say hello to Ian. Follow him on Twitter at Ian McBets. It's a great Twitter handle. Does a great job at betsided.com as a writer there. And, Ian, you kind of think the Dirty Birds might be a little bit frisky today against those Saints as the Saints try to win and get into the postseason. Yeah, I think they are, guys. Call me a little bit biased. Uh, You guys know I'm a Falcons fan. I'm going to back them one more time. Nothing to play for for the Falcons except for the chance to spoil their rivals' playoff chances because, of course, you guys know if the Saints win, the 49ers lose. The Saints are going to get that final playoff spot in the NFC. So it would make me very happy as a Falcons fan to end the Aints playoff chances and really when you look at this game I think the Falcons do have a realistic shot at winning this game they've already beat them once this season and the Saints offense has been terrible recently over each team's last three games the Saints are third last in yards per play only the Panthers and the Giants offenses have been worse over each team's last three games and if you're looking for a player prop I like Matt Ryan over his passing total over 219 and a half yards Uh, He threw for, he completed 23 of 30 passes for 343 yards and two touchdowns in their matchup earlier this season. Everyone talks about how good the Saints defense, and yes, they're good at stopping the run, but their secondary has been vulnerable at times. So uh, I think the Falcons are going to make this one close at least. All right, Ian, and and, uh, I kind of, I see that side today with the Falcons. I'm not going to be as as bold as the money line Mm -hmm. play, but I do like that in my head earlier. I'm also on Atlanta here, and obviously the Saints are in that need to win to keep it alive. Now, if the 49ers get a ran out or, or a win rather out in Los Angeles, then it's all going to be moot. And the 49ers will get that last playoff spot. And speaking of that 49ers yes. Rams game that is about to start implications for both. Let's go to Alan Soslowski, who is watching this game for us. Uh, Alan, what's your breakdown uh, here in the NFC West? Rams can win and really clinch the division. 49ers obviously need to win to get in the playoffs. First of all, congratulations to all my gambling friends in New York who no longer have to use back alley Tony and light breakers, man. (laughs) Hashtag legalization. Let's go. Moose and Rocco no longer needed, Alan. Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. And by the way, I have the answer. I thought about this, about getting rid of ties. Both teams get a loss. There you go. There's the answer. Deal. That's it. You know, you, you don't win. It's a loss. All right, playoff scenarios for this game. We're well aware that the Rams need to, uh, with a win, clinch the division and the two seed, or they could still clinch the division if Arizona loses. Okay, the 49ers get in with the win or a Saints loss. So here's the, the key uh, player props that I'm looking at today. They have Cooper Cup's yardage total at an absurd 116 and a half yards, but there's a reason for that. As many of you know, you've been following along, Cooper Cup needs 136 yards to break Megatron's 2012 record who also by the way his quarterback was Matthew Stafford at that time wow this is going to be an asterisk record asterisk record right the 17 I who wanted a 17th game nobody wants this right <laughs> Get, go back to 16 games but that said uh also Cooper Cup 12 receptions today breaks Michael Thomas's reception record from just a few years back well, Alan, it's a, it's a great point here, and I, even Cooper Cup, to his credit, said he didn't feel good about potentially breaking this record because he knew, to Alan's mm-hmm. point, that he had an extra game to do it. And again, follow Alan on Twitter, at Alan Soslowski. We'll be checking in with them as they get ready for kickoff between the Niners and the Rams. Meanwhile, let's go ahead and recap what we got going on in Charm City. It is a third and nine Huge. Pittsburgh on their own, 45. Last time, a big... 
third down throw caught by Pat Fryermuth. We will see again, first and down. that is going to be a first down to Deontay Johnson. Now in Baltimore territory, 322 left to go. Yet two timeouts in overtime, so still plenty of time for Pittsburgh. So I do want to recap this uh, scenario real quick. If Pittsburgh goes ahead and wins this game, Indianapolis is out, Baltimore is out, Pittsburgh is in with no tie in Las Vegas tonight. If Baltimore wins this game, Raiders clinch, and they are in. Pittsburgh is out, and Indianapolis still very much alive. And then we recap the tie scenario. If there is a tie, Raiders get in. Colts still alive. And it's first down uh, at about the 44 of Baltimore, 322 to go. So I got to think this is four-down territory for the Steelers because, by the way, a tie does them no good. It does the Ravens good. But it does the Steelers no good as they run the ball for nothing here in first down. You've got to think that Mike Tomlin, there's no more punt scenarios for Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin. There would be, ironically, for Harbaugh to play for a tie, but there would be no incentive for the Steelers to play for a tie. Well, and a tie also eliminates the Baltimore Ravens because they needed to win, and they also needed the Colts to lose, who did, and they'd need Miami to lose here as they're going to get started in about two minutes, and then the Chargers to lose tonight. All right, absolutely chaotic right now in Charm City, so we'll keep you updated there. Uh, time is dwindling away, 2.45 to go in overtime. Uh, let's go out for the first time today. Betsided.com editor Peter Dewey. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Peter Dewey. Two Patriots and the Dolphins. Peter, it's tough sometimes to say, well, this team's got to do this. Well, the Patriots got to get the win. Do you like them to play them today as the right side of this equation? I do, Dave. I like the Patriots minus five and a half in this game. Um, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to mess around in this one. I know they lost the Dolphins early in the year, but if they want to win the division, obviously they need the Bills to lose. But if they win, they have a chance to get themselves a home game in the first round of the playoffs. And you look at this Dolphins team, we saw them go on that seven-game win streak. But last week, they got completely outclassed against the Titans. And we saw on the other side, the Patriots absolutely blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars. So now I think the Patriots come into this game um, obviously, they know they got to get get the win to put themselves at any chance to win the division. I think they they beat this Dolphins team pretty easily. Miami's got nothing to play for at this point, so I like this at under a touchdown. All right, so put up fifty last week against Jacksonville. Jacksonville turns around and beats the Colts this mm-hmm. week. It is getting chaotic. We saw the Dolphins looked awful last week in that loss yeah, to Tennessee. Miami, by the way, did get a little bit of support here, down to six and five and a half in the market. Okay, drama and charm cities we mentioned. Timeout for the Steelers. They have one left. They've got a critical third and eight, I do believe, coming up here. 2.32 to go in overtime. Again, as you just pointed out, Les, either way, neither team wants this to end in a tie because they're both going to be eliminated with Mm -hmm. a tie. A tie is a real prospect. That that is very much in the offing right now here with 2.32 to go. So you got to think this is four-down territory as we go ahead for Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger. And again, again, by the way, which could be the last time we ever see Ben Roethlisberger playing quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah. So there's so many things here. And if he can somehow get maybe 15 more yards, we might see Ben Roethlisberger in a playoff game next week. We very well could, but obviously you mentioned four-down territory. If Mike Tomlin were to punt here, oh. and he's going to have that question here now. But go. but look, you can't, you, you can't get in the playoffs with the tie. You have to absolutely go for it here. Fourth and eight on the Baltimore 41. We're going to have to give you the result on the other side oh. as that ball goes right through Deontay Two drops in a row. Two drops in a row from the receivers from the Steelers. My goodness, come on back. We're not going anywhere. The one game still to go in the early window, starting the afternoon window. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VEASAN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. You're going to get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game, and college hoop betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every single game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. Visit VEASAN.com slash big deal to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is week number 18 of the NFL, and we have got a scenario in Baltimore. We'll get out to Christian here in a second where we've got kneel downs, I believe, for the Steelers as they've tried to to get ready for a field goal scenario, which would win the game. Yeah, we have a two-minute warning right now in overtime, so we are at break of that game. It's interesting, though, that they're taking kneel downs. I'm assuming it's all going to come down to this kick, obviously, but uh, you could still try to get closer instead of bad conditions. It's wet there in Baltimore, so we'll see how that plays out. But right now, for the first time today, let's go out to Tank Williams. I'll follow him on Twitter at TankWilliams13. Of course, played DB in this league for a very long time at a very high level. He's got the Seahawks and the Cardinals today. And, Tank, you do sprinkle that T-Money juice on the overs, as we know. But, man, I didn't want it to be from the Cardinals this soon as a backer of Seattle today. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things you have to come to expect. I mean, we were wondering what was going on with Arizona during the middle part of the season, but it seems like they're rounding the shape. They got a really gritty win against the Cowboys in Big D. And now, you know, they come out. And how do they start the season? I mean, Tennessee is the best team in the AFC. They harassed Ryan Tannehill, and now you have that bad man, Chandler Jones, coming off the edge, forcing the sack, strip of Russell Wilson, and then they get the ball in the end zone for a defensive score. So that's where the team money juice is coming in, putting the pressure on Russ and those guys to come back out aggressive on the, on their next drive, running the ball well. Now we have maybe a touchdown. Oh. Tyler Lockett, the team money juice is in full effect. <laughs> we only about a few minutes into the game. That's why y'all bring me here. That's why I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Take Williams sprinkling that team money juice on early. Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the GM. This could be their last game in Seattle. They're not going quietly no. into that good night. We might have a shootout here in Glendale. And we may have a final result here in Charm City. I believe we do. So for more on that, let's go out to Christian for the final time today because it's over in Charm City and we might see more Ben Roethlisberger and now in the postseason, Chris. Looking very likely here, fellas, as the Pittsburgh Steelers get the victory in overtime, 16-13. Chris Boswell knocking down the field goal to lift Pittsburgh over their rivals here. And it was Ray Ray McLeod making a big catch. He had himself a drop, and you mentioned it, Dave. Two drops in a row, and Deontay Johnson did, but McLeod making the big catch. Ben Roethlisberger, got to give him due here. He was finding the guys who were open, whether it was Pat Fryermuth down the stretch here. As we mentioned, McLeod and Najee Harris getting some nice runs. So, yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers here, guys, getting the victory. And now we just wait to see if any craziness happens tonight between the Raiders and the Chargers in this one. But Baltimore, their disappointing season ends here as Tyler Huntley didn't have himself a great game in the nasty weather here today. Didn't do enough to lift his team. 16-13, it is the final, Chris. And uh, I know people are going to ask you, uh, buy the book 
as the host of that show, and when they follow you on Twitter at the Big She Show, who is going to the Super Bowl from the AFC and the NFC, sir? I've got Tampa Bay taking on the Buffalo Bills here. I was on your guys' program a couple of weeks ago that Bills-Patriots rematch. The Buffalo team showed me everything I needed to, being able to get it up the field offensively quickly as well as playing some good defense. Then you had Tampa Bay as well here. I'm not counting them out here yet, even without being or having not some of their top offensive weapons for Tom Brady to throw to here. So uh, that's my prediction here, fellas. I made it a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to stick with it. All right, Christian, we always appreciate your work here and everything you do back at the DMV. And it is official. Best shirt of the early window did the votes. All pre- all the precincts voted. Christian wins the award. All precincts reporting on that and all precincts. in in Indiana, Indianapolis Colts officially eliminated from the playoffs. They are gone fishing. A lot of discussion is going to come up there as well. We're getting a lot of points here in the afternoon wave of football games. So let's get out for the first time today to Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Does a great job here as a Point Spread Weekly contributor. And Will, Buffalo, did they get on the board here? I know that right now I believe it's being reviewed as we speak. I don't know. I'm, I'm paying attention to the other games. No, uh, it looks like a <laughs> touchdown. It looks like Allen was running away, about to go out of bounds. Then he last second he throws a strike to Diggs. They're reviewing it. it. Looked like he got the second feet down. It looks like they'll confirm it uh, after looking at here. I, like I said, I got the eight box on, but looks like it's a touchdown, and it is a touchdown. By the way, Wes, my condolences. I'm a Vikings fan, so I've been through a lot of these Sundays. Nate Poole, you can name them. So it's a tough one. I'll, I'll be rooting for Cam Smith for you. Yeah, hopefully that'll soothe a little bit of my wounds with the Colts missing the playoffs. By the way, they were 93% to start 2022. Wow. Now, nine days later, they are 0%. And by the way, also with Baltimore losing, they are out of the playoffs. They were 8-3 and three at one point this season. Baltimore had the number one seed in the AFC. Now they finish 8-9, and nine, and they're going to be going home. Absolutely amazing, too. Uh, Will is correct. That touchdown did stand. PAT is good. So 7 nothing right now. Buffalo uh, again, pre-flop, that was about 16 and a half yeah. as what we're seeing there. So we'll see how that first no, drop plays no out No the snow. Jets. There was some early rain earlier today in Orchard Park, but some high winds, and that's why you saw the total get bet down by about five points. But with that Buffalo score four minutes into the game, Bills minus 19 and a half, 46 and a half at BetMGM. Okay, and Miami, by the way, is on the move against New England early, and it looks like Tua Tungavailoa just threw a touchdown pass there. So 6 nothing Miami. Carolina's got a first and goal as they keep shuffling quarterbacks. Matt Rule, the report is he's going to come back for year number three. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting move there. But they're on the move here early in this football game against Tampa Bay and in what is still an important game for the Buccaneers. So for more on that for the first time today, we say hello to our friend Eric Edholm. Follow him on Twitter at Eric underscore Edholm. Does a great job, of course, at Yahoo Sports covering the NFL. So, E, this is a surprising first drive here and what are the Panthers? I feel like I ask this question every time I watch a Panthers game. What are they doing at quarterback this week? Yeah, and normally I'd be able to give you a much more colorful answer. Of course, they have not switched over with the end of the uh, Baltimore-Pittsburgh game going to overtime. But I can tell you Sam Darnold's off to a pretty good start. Uh, you know, missed on a couple early passes, but did hit a 20-yarder to DJ Moore. They are now on the doorstep of the Tampa Bay end zone with about uh, seven minutes left. Darnold is facing a second and goal. Uh, and he just hit Chuba Hubbard on a two-yard score. So Carolina, no shot of the playoffs. A lot of talk about what they might do at offensive coordinator, who's going to play quarterback. They are now up 6 nothing with the extra point upcoming. 
in Tampa Bay. All right. So yeah. some of these early yeah. uh, the early games here in the afternoon was surprise, surprise. Miami mm-hmm. up seven nothing. Uh, so far, Carolina up seven nothing. Seven seven. Seattle and Arizona. And uh, again, maybe not a big surprise. New Orleans right now seven nothing up on the ATL. Tampa Bay. By the way, that line did not move all week. About no. eight eight and a half. You know, kind of moving back and forth. Saw a couple nines, but they bet it today like they knew the final score. They had tomorrow's newspaper because this closes eleven in some spots, ten and a half here. Tampa Bay, obviously, the best they could do, I believe, is the number two seed because we know Green Bay has clinched the mm-hmm. number one. So, you know incentives, a lot of incentive stuff for Tampa Bay with Gronk and with Brady and all that stuff. But Carolina, given an effort so far, so good. 7 nothing for Matt Rules, guys. Long eliminated from the playoffs. Tampa Bay minus 6.5, 46.5 at BetMGM. Yeah, you know me. I've got a, a bitter pill to swallow there with my overplay on Carolina as yeah. that one died after a 3-0 start. How about, you know, start how about some season. other bitter pills, too? If you had the Indianapolis Colts oh. over wins, you finish 9-8, and eight, that goes under. And if you had the Pittsburgh Steelers over 8.5 wow. wins, as I did, 9-7-1 and one for the Pittsburgh Steelers, as now they will await their fate tonight and hope that there's not a tie over here at the Death Star at Allegiant Stadium. And this is where this conversation comes in, and I, and I think we're going to have it throughout the rest of our uh, afternoon here in the final regular season week here at the Green Zone on Beeson, and that is the prospect of a tie tonight. And we almost had it legitimately mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Pittsburgh gets the late field goal. Not saying that Rich Passaccia and Brandon Staley are going to have a, a meeting right now uh, here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't we gentlemen? No collusion. Right? No collusion. Because as, as David Gascon pointed out, there is a rule. And I guess the, the wording of it can be a little bit hazy. Mm-hmm. But remember, if, both, if this game ends in a tie, both these teams would make the playoffs. If the objective is to make the playoffs, Wes Reynolds. And I know competitively, you say, well, that's not fair. You can't wink, wink this thing, and mm-hmm. both teams get in. Mm-hmm. But if that's the ultimate goal of both teams, well, maybe there's some sort of which is a right. conversation that might be had, is all I'm saying. Right. 22 to 1 right now for this game to end in a tie. Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably going to take some bets, too, because people are going to say, yeah, why the heck not? It could happen. Okay, so right now, we'll just, again, that's, that is, in fact, fact that if this game ended in a tie tonight, both these two teams would get in, and that would mean Pittsburgh would be on the outside looking in. All Pittsburgh needs is for not a tie to happen, which in my rules as commissioner of the NFL, there would never be that scenario because I would make sure every game, and this might change the rule for everyone because this is what I need. We need some chaos so we never have a tie ever again in the NFL. I'm off of my soapbox. We're back right here. It's the Green Zone here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. King of Sportsbooks welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before and earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem for rooms and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. 
Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code DECENT200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a TD. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and or Mississippi. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds. This is the Green Zone here on VEASAN. And oh, oh, not a good start for the New England Patriots no. down there in South Beach. And this is what seems to happen sometimes down there. And so oftentimes, Peter Dewey, as we go back out to you, not the start that Bill Belichick and Max Penn were hoping for. Guys, I'm starting to think Miami might be the house of horrors for Bill Belichick and company because this is, this is an ugly, ugly start. They give up two attack of oil, picks them apart on that first drive, seven for seven, 54 yards and a touchdown. And then Mac Jones throws a pick six. So might have to start telling people to fade me after saying Patriots <laughs> minus five and a half because this is looking real ugly to start. Well, Peter, the, the problem there with the with the Patriots, and the, you know Brian Flores is going to be motivated to Absolutely. try to get a winning season. This is his old mentor. This is Bill Belichick. So you take that walk down Narrative Street, and then you, you go in with the, the recent history, which is not good for Bill Belichick, and then you couple it up with this start. This is, a, mm-hmm. it is, as Peter said, it's a literal house of wars. Well, uh, and we talked about this game yesterday. New England, two and seven, their last nine trips of Miami in Denver. Error, excuse me, in December and January, rather. Dolphins minus five and a half, 48 and a half on the current total at BetMGM. Okay, so let's see how that plays out here as Bill Belichick tries to get things going. Still five minutes to go in the first quarter. Let's go back out to Ian McMillan with the Saints and the Falcons. And again, you don't think of Taysom Hill and the Saints offense carving up any defense. We are getting more points here in the first quarter than maybe many people expected. Yeah, I immediately trashed, or I trashed the Saints uh, the first time uh, that we talked, guys, and then the Saints immediately just carved apart. The Falcons' defense went down and scored a touchdown. But, yes, the Saints' offense has been bad recently, but the Falcons' defense isn't much better outside of really A.J. Terrell. Um, but, yeah, Saints went down, scored a touchdown, take the 7-0 lead. Falcons' offense did look all right, but got stalled there once they got in the Saints' uh, end, so they did kick a field goal to make it a 7-3 game. Uh, Saints are going to get the ball back. We'll see if the Saints' offense, that has been just terrible in recent weeks uh can pick it up for the second straight drive and, and get some more points on the board so uh seven three right now i'm not seeing a live line uh, we'll see if we can get an update on that all right so again we'll see if those uh if the falcons can figure out how to slow down the saints here on this next drive looks like the seahawks by the way that's a midfield but it's gonna be fourth and five and i believe they're gonna have to punt the football away back in a tie game here at seven seven the niners had to punt the football back to the rams so slow start for Jimmy G, who is starting today with that badly injured thumb, 3 so, nothing LA. Obviously very early, but as of right now, that would put the San Francisco 49ers out of the playoffs and the New Orleans Saints in with that 7-3 early lead. Okay, so we'll uh, keep charting those games. Will Hill right now has the Jets and the Bills today. And Will, early, easy drive for the Bills. What happened on the Jets' first possession? Three and out. Uh, Jets had a three, uh, third and one. They went play action. Nothing doing. Bills got some pressure. Wilson threw it away. So uh, Bills have got a little drive going here. They just got a pass interference. So look, bad weather, wind, uh, not the recipe here for the Jets to fall back, fall behind 10 nothing, 14 nothing. So big drive here. Uh, get Keep that boat race hat by your side because we might be needing it. 
Well, and this is the thing we've talked about, too, and we talked about it earlier in the week with Will on the Lombardi line, is the Bills beat up on the Sisters of the Poor. They do. That's what they do, right? They When they win, they win by 10-plus. So you're always hoping if you're a Jets backer, okay, you win by 10-plus, just don't win by 16-plus. Now, and and this didn't this didn't really go to 17 market-wide, I think uh, largely because of the weather issues, because 20-mile-an-hour winds in Buffalo, so you thought maybe that's going to wreak havoc. Certainly, totals backers went from, I think, 45-and-a-half down to like 40, 40-and-a-half as a closer. But right now, the Buffalo Bills moving the ball again, minus 20-and-a-half, 44-and-a-half at BetMGM. All right, so, again, we'll keep an eye there. Uh, Mac Jones and company looks like they're going to have to punt the football back to the Dolphins as his third down attempt gets batted down. So, really a rough start here so far for the Patriots as a fourth down scenario there. Okay, let's go out to Alan Soslowski right now with the Niners and the Rams. And, again, a slow start here for this Niners offense so far, Alan. Yeah, I took the Rams laying the three and a half, but it's the 49ers who won the last five matchups between these two teams. And normally I don't put much stock into that, but when it's the same division and the same coaches, it does kind of mean something. You know, a couple couple weird things happened in the first drive. Matt Stafford had a rare false start on himself. He forgot the snap count. He pulled out and the rest of the line, everyone just stood there. That was weird. And the other thing that I noticed was Cam Akers. He ran a route, caught a pass. Like 25 years ago, didn't they like chop off your leg if you if you ripped your Achilles? Now he's back on the playing field. Six months later, science, man, science. That, you know, uh, on the San Francisco. Go ahead. Yeah, Cam Akers being back, Alan. To your point, that's a big deal for them, not just in this game, but for the postseason, right? So, are, are they using him again as the feature back? Because if so, that is a huge bonus for Sean McVay going forward. Yeah, I think they're just out there to get him a couple reps, get his sea legs back underneath him, and get him ready for the playoffs. Uh, they are using Sony Michelle. They're they're not going to just rely on Cam Akers. They just want to get his, like I said, some reps in there just to get him in game action again. And just quickly on the other side, Elijah Mitchell, the running back on the San Francisco 49ers. I like his overprop heading into this because you outlined earlier, Jimmy G's thumb is basically like hanging off a bone or whatever they said it was there. And it's a must win game. I thought they're going to run the ball a little bit more than they have been, but he actually looked pretty sharp on the first couple possessions, throwing the underneath routes. You saw that collision where Debo and Jalen Ramsey ran into each other and just looked at each other. So, so far uh, the game is full of action, but it's not a lot of scoring just yet. Okay, 3 nothing right now, Rams here as we get uh, close to the end of the first quarter. 49ers got a little bit of money yesterday, not only the fact that obviously 5-0 and the last five against Sean McVay, 4-1 and ATS, but also the fact that they got some good injury news, at least from the secondary, but not so much on the offensive line. Jimmy G with the thumb hanging off, as Boy. Allen pointed out, and then he doesn't have Trent Williams on that left side to go ahead and protect him, so it looks like uh, Colton McKivitz, uh, I believe, got the start today, and then another rookie, Jalen Moore, having to get some reps, so a little bit of a tenuous situation yeah. on that left side of the line for the 49ers, but nevertheless, it is three nothing Rams already in the second quarter. Rams have the football minus six and a half, 39 and a half at BetMGM. Bills are moving it again uh, deep into Jets territory. They've got a second down now, about four minutes, four minutes ago there in the first quarter, already up seven nothing and driving. Cardinals have the football back seven seven right now, as like they just hit a big play to AJ Green to move out uh, from the shadow of their goal line, but there is a flag there, so we'll keep an eye there. Carolina had a third and 20, already up 7 nothing. converted that. And now they've got a third and nine. Uh, but it looks like Sam Darnold took a shot here. So they're going to take a timeout here and see if Darnold is okay. But Tom Brady, 
was a little peeved, yeah. if you will, on the side. Bucks minus four and a half, 43 and a half as we are about to end that first quarter. And again, we, we talk about this for in-game wagering, uh, uh, really. Like, how much do you think Bruce Arians plays this, guys? If you saw some of the texts that came out from Antonio Brown, no longer a part of this team, you know, it seemed like Coach was making the point, we're not resting anybody. Mm-hmm. We're playing this thing out. Right? Yeah, and I mean, look, uh, and the reason why I think is because what we've talked about a little bit throughout this program, the fact that there are contract incentives for yeah. the guys like Brady, for the guys like Gronk and Mike Evans and the like. However, this is a team that's goal is to repeat a Super Bowl champion. So if, if they the guys don't get a little bit of money, they're going to get the big money mm. if they go ahead and defend that Lombardi at the end. Okay, so the Bills have a second and ten now. Uh, again, one of the we, we've been talking to all of our correspondents. A lot of Bills backers here still, even though they're going to have to go on the road at some point here in the AFC playoffs. Again, Tennessee did wrap up the number one seed earlier this afternoon. Miami got another first down. They're moving it 14 nothing up still in the first quarter. And right now, a path of least resistance against Bill Belichick and that defense. You don't say that very often. And the Rams and Niners are right now in a tight one as they begin the second quarter. Defenses taking hold there, 3 nothing, L.A. And it looks like Arizona, did they go for it on their own end on fourth and inches mm-hmm. at about their own 20-yard line? Hey, this is new-age football, kids. It's is not your. They are in the playoffs, by the way, but they need a Rams loss to go ahead and win this NFC West. And I do believe we have points here. And I wanted to describe it. It looks like Stefan Diggs has a touchdown. Check out the cleats on Stefan Diggs here. Uh, Paying tribute to Betty White has Betty White uh, uh, like a little painting on one side and then says, thank you for being a friend on the other cleat. Nice little tribute from Stefan Diggs to the late, great Betty White. And let's see if this touchdown stands. It's a great catch, by the way. And it looks like I don't know if he got two feet, though. That's going to be very, very close. And it's going to be a reviewable situation. Okay. So, again, Miami right now all over New England, 14-0. They're reviewing that score in Buffalo, and the Cardinals did go for it and get it. And, by the way, the Saints looking for more points down there in the ATL. We'll give you all the adjusted numbers when you come back with us. It is the Green Zone right here in Vison, the Sports Betting Network. 